is Sebastian from the Metal Gods Meltdown, and today I'm joined by... Uh, hi, my name is Alexander. My name is Jane. Hi to everyone. Yep, hello. We're from Imperial Age. It's great to be chatting to you today. You guys must have been totally devastated to have had the tour pulled. Basically, it was at the last minute, wasn't it? Yeah, well, actually... Uh, I would call that devastated because the fans reacted very well. We had, I think, like one refund, you know, out, out of hundreds of tickets sold. And our, the tour is already moved to September. So it's going to be 23rd, 24th, 25th and 27th September. And everybody thinks that actually more people would come because there is more more time for promotion. And because if we actually... Well, we should have been playing today, right? <laughs> if we uh, had been playing this week, then, you know, like two-thirds of people wouldn't have come even without the lockdown measures. So I think in the end it's not a bad thing. Yeah, it's not bad at all unless just one uh, thing that our passports are still in U.S. Embassy. <laughs> in the British Embassy. Um, yeah, but so it's not the British, the British Embassy, but the British Visa Center, which got locked down. Yeah, but anyway, down. we can't go anywhere anyway. So. Yeah, the, board, the borders are closed, so... And of course, you're going to be doing a second live stream. Can you give us some information about that and what can we expect? Uh, we are preparing to play almost all our songs from all our albums almost all of them and two new songs maybe three um, so it might be um, about two hours long show with just full production just as uh, if we were playing in, in the live show you know yeah, so it's not the regular, you know, Instagram or Facebook live from my bedroom with an acoustic guitar. It's actually a fully produced show with like uh, the total number of crew which is doing that is 14 people. So there's going to be four cameras, you know, with a crane and with full lights and full audio production. And, you know, we're going to be in costumes with the stage set up and everything. So our maximum quality, you know, just trying to, to do that as best as we can. That sounds absolutely excellent about September. And hopefully all restrictions will have been, been have lifted. I mean, there was a recent article on Blabbermouth saying that there's not going to be any tours or festivals till next year. There's going to be a lot of scaremongering going on out there. So at least that's positive from your side point of view that things aren't as bad as they could be. That's good to hear. The coronavirus is basically being stuck in a horror movie, isn't it? It's like between James Herbert and Stephen King, and in many ways, we don't know what's going to happen. What do you think the conclusion of this is going to be? Do you think it's going to change the world for good, or...? You know, from my point of view, we just have to... You know, we will live with uh, this virus just uh, like we're living with uh, tons of others, and it will stay with us. So we just have to evolve <laughs> and to modificate our our bodies our immune system just it will it won't go 
anywhere from our modern world so we just have to evolve you know jane is actually a doctor by education and i'm a doctor uh, and i'm a a historian by education so we actually can can say a few things here i can tell you from a historical perspective that i well we don't feel like stuck in a horror movie we're we're feeling like stuck in in a bad conspiracy theory, actually, because the world has seen much worse. I mean, if you remember the, the plague, you know, the two plagues are of the Middle Ages. If you remember the Hispanic flu, which was 100 years ago. Now, that was real. That, that was the real stuff. I mean, people were dying, you know, like by the hundreds of thousands and maybe millions. That was the real thing. What we're seeing right now seems very very fishy if if you dig the numbers you know it seems very very odd and strange and the propaganda of, of the media uh has been extremely strong out of proportion and what the countries are imposing is also absolutely unprecedented i mean all the values of the western world have been gone in an instant you know people are begging to have all their freedoms and and liberties taken away from them for example right now in order to move around moscow you have to have a qr code but my only question is how long is it before we have to 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 that qr code you know on our hand and how far is this to go because you see all the data which you know is broadcast everywhere yes people are dying and they are dying by the thousands by the tens of thousands but you see the thing is that um when they count the actual death toll and it's being official now actually i've seen that in the news on the bbc as well what they're saying now is that actually the number of cases which is posted everywhere those are not the total amount of cases of the people people who got the virus but that's those people who felt bad and were admitted to hospital and were tested so that's like a tiny fraction of the entire amount of infected people like 80 percent of the cases don't even have symptoms and people don't even know that they have it so the latest official estimate which i've read in the news today was that it's um that the official stats are at least 82 times smaller than the actual size of the entire epidemic which brings the death toll to the same of the flu the only problem here is that that this thing is spreading extremely rapidly so it has a much higher spread speed and it overwhelms the the healthcare systems i see that there is more questions here than answers couldn't agree what i'm really afraid of is that this might be a rehearsal of the real thing you know when the death toll will be not a not not a fraction of a percentage but when it'd be like 25 or 50 percent like the plague for example that that that's when shit might hit the fan and that's what i would be afraid of
a new album coming out. When is this due? And how different is it from your previous releases? Well, before all this Panopticon had started, we were aiming at the 1st of December you know, as, as the release date. The, the album is like written like 50% completed in terms of composing. Uh, we have two full songs which we will play on Saturday. Um, if nothing happens, I mean, if there won't be a second wave and everything clo- closes down completely, which is unlikely. My prediction is that the lockdown in the West will end Russia, included, included here, because Russia is doing exactly the same things as other Western countries. Um, we're not into the Chinese model yet. So I think that it will go out. I think the lockdown will end in the summer and the album will will be released in December. That's basically it. So can you tell me, how does the songwriting work within the band? Is it down to one person or do you all get involved with that? It, it mostly is done by Ayor. Uh, but uh, sometimes when he got uh, stuck <laughs> with some parts and have no inspiration, I can uh, just uh, give some few ideas. You know, sometimes I just can um, sing uh, some melody and then we include it into the song. But uh, anyway, uh, he does all the arranging, how it is called. Arrangements, yeah. Arrangement, yes. So sometimes uh, I have some ideas about the melodies, but I never go into, you know, into arranging, into all this uh, computer recording stuff. <laughs> I just don't know anything about it. Well, from my pr- perspective, it looks like I might write, write a nice chorus as it was with one of the new songs. And then Jane comes in and says, no, that we shouldn't sing like, like this. That, that's complete shit. We should sing like this. And she changes everything, including the, the lyrics. <laughs> there so, always should be a person who will say you that uh, yeah, you should, did complete shit. <laughs> there should always be somebody who criticizes you. Or, for example, I might get stuck in the middle of the verse and she comes in and says, Things that well, what she hears there into my ear, and I just then play it, and it works out as well. So it's kind of a co-process, you know, with me as the lead, and you know, no, but sometimes Jane pulls in and starts changing it as she wants it. Other members they are welcome with their ideas, but usually we we use their ideas when we rehearse uh, the song and they can have some ideas about, I don't know, about drums, about uh, guitars, rhythm and stuff like this. Yeah, so for example, with the new songs, we brought in the the melodic parts, which are the vocals, the orchestras, etc., the harmonies, but... Uh, when we were talking about the rhythm, about the drums, about the guitar and bass, we were actually experimenting live j- during the rehearsal with various things and everybody was c- contributing to these things. So that, that's how it works. Can we expect them from the new album? And would he be releasing any videos before December? Is that the hope? That's a very, very good question, which we don't have any answers to right now, because we were actually going to start a crowdfunding campaign for to film four more 
videos from the previous album, but then this Corona Panopticum hit in, and you know people don't really, really have money to spare, so we don't really we're not sure if we should go crowdfunding or not. But then we can see other bands doing it right right now pretty effectively, so probably we will. But the question is, will it be for the videos from the previous album or from the new album or fifty fifty? We we just don't know yet. So <laughs> we're in the process of making that decision. Okay, that's great. Going back in time, can you remember your first ever performance on a stage and how it felt to have people watching you? No, it was terrible. <laughs> well, I think it was, it was different terrible. for both of us. I think yes, of course. You, you can tell you. My first performance was uh, actually the first Imperial Age uh, live show at all. In St. Petersburg, that was. No, it was in Moscow. No, it was in St. Petersburg. Okay, it doesn't matter. <laughs> it was exactly 70 years ago. Yeah, so Imperial Age is the first band, is the first my band. Uh, I've never uh, took part in any uh, music bands before Imperial Age. I just was uh, uh, that, you know, that person who always uh, hang out with the musicians and drinking beer and uh, watching all the rehearsals. And for me, um, it was with the, my previous band, Revelance, and it was your typical um, amateur local band. So you can go to any place, any absolutely any city in any part of the world, you find the scruffiest uh, venue, and you will see bands like that playing are on Mondays, you know, in front of three people. <laughs> so one of my, so my very first show was precisely like that. And so it wasn't very, your first show. You have you had a band uh, in the school. Oh, that was even worse. <laughs> but I don't count that. <laughs> I I wouldn't count that. So I can count this. But you know, there isn't much to say except that it sounded awful. Everybody was off key and got absolutely shit shit faced as a result. So. Fair enough. <laughs> Normal situation. I think if you ask any rock musician, they will tell you exactly the same story. Sorry, man. Okay, so when you were growing up, what posters did you have on your bedroom walls? I actually had none. <laughs> and Jane had a lot. I had a lot, yes. And first, it was the posters uh, with the face of Eminem. <laughs> because I was uh, really into this... Um, um, rap, rap hip yes, hip-hop thing and after a while I changed <laughs> my preferences to metal music and all my walls uh, were covered by him posters, Erasmus, uh, Evanescence, I can't remember what else. Uh, Typical Rock gothic girl. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing girl. interesting. 69 Eyes, I 69 think. 69 Eyes, yeah. yes, 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 exactly. We still listen to those, yeah. In isolation for a year with the band you last saw live, who was it? Sixteen Eyes. Yeah. Yeah. Really? Yeah. <laughs> that was the that that was the last concert we have been to before the lockdown hit. How so cool. they were just in time to play in Moscow. The next day it was shut down. <laughs> How cool! If one of your songs from any of your albums could appear on a soundtrack of any film or cult TV series, which one would you choose and why? 
Pooh, that's actually not an, an imaginary situation. I mean, we have had music to different YouTube channels, but they're all small. But basically, any song would do because they all have symphonic elements. And if I'm asked ever to write a score for a film, I would gladly accept the, the, the offer, providing that I like the screenplay of the film. Brilliant answer. Okay. So, if I've been living on planet Mars, I've never heard of Imperial Age. Which two tracks would you play to me to introduce me to your band? Anthem of Valor, Legacy of Atlantis. They're simply the most popular ones on Spotify, Apple Music, YouTube, etc. What do you like best about touring and what's the actual worst thing? The best about touring is that I don't have to cook. <laughs> But you know, actually, it depends on uh, how good uh, the tour is. Yeah, the catering is, yeah. Yeah, how good the catering is, because um, our last tour, um, I can remember that maybe I cooked more than at home. <laughs> Small intimate gig or festival? Festival. Vodka or beer? Beer. <laughs> I'm officially the only Russian person who grew up in Scotland who does not drink either vodka or whiskey. <laughs> just, for, just for the record. Bears or squirrels? Squirrels. Whoever made the teddy bear out of this fucking monster? I mean, the real bear is something you never want to meet, you know? Football or ice hockey? Uh, sleep. <laughs> Putin or Trump? No politics. Vodka. <laughs> Which was vodka? No politics, no divisive topic, no religion, no. <laughs> yeah, I'd rather drink vodka than discuss politics. Excellent. All right. Although one usually follows the, the other, you know. Absolutely, man. Okay, do you have any final words for your fans and our listeners? What I can say, stay metal, don't watch too much TV. Don't drink too much vodka. Yeah, you know, take care of yourselves. That's the most important thing. Nobody's going to take care for you except for yourself. So the best thing to do is to, you know, to empower yourself, to make yourself better, you know, to make sure that you don't have to rely on anyone or anything. And you can do this by listening to Imperial Age. Yeah, we're trying to inspire those things mm -hmm. through our mu music. Hi, this is Alex Satter. And this is Jane from Imperial Age. And listen to the Metal God Meltdown as much yeah. as you can.